The doors are closed, but the store is open just for you. At the Crate and Barrel Private Registry events, you can sip and scan your way through the store with music, food, drinks, and a fun party vibe. Don't worry, you'll get plenty of one-on-one guidance along the way from our dedicated registry experts. You can see your favorite gourmet brands in action with demos of the kitchen machines and tools that we've been eyeing. And when the party's over, head home with a special gift from us to toast the day. Wink, wink. It's free wine glasses. Let's make it a date. RSVP today for a Crate and Barrel private registry event at crateandbarrel.com slash stores slash events. Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut-scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut, it cleans like Clorox, and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find name brands for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit at Ross. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. I mean, every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with the savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So, what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure, To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee. Sounds perfect. So if you've been looking for a love at first sight, it's closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive. Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Super special. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Hey, it's Ben. And it's Ashley. And we want to let you know that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit lifevac.net and enter promo code almost famous to save 20% and secure your home kit today. That's lifevac.net and enter promo code almost famous. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hello, wonderful Bachelor in Paradise viewers. It is Ashley here this well today, and Ben will be with you tomorrow. 
And guess who's with me today? I love him so much. He's one of my very favorites from the franchise. Well, I have to be, because if I'm not, <laughs> then you made a seriously wrong decision. <laughs> my husband, Jared Haven, is my co-host today. Can you introduce me as the host of Help I Suck at Dating? Instead not of your husband? husband? <laughs> Everybody knows I'm your husband. I feel like... Uh, Maybe a fourth of the listeners know that I host Help I Suck at Dating, an iHeartRadio podcast. A shameless plug over here with my co-host Dean and Vanessa. Uh, okay, hey, but Jared, isn't it kind of silly that you're the title of your podcast and Help I Suck at Dating? Do you think of yourself as the guru on that podcast? Well, we all kind of are because it's myself, Dean, who's in a relationship now, and Vanessa, who's been in a relationship for about a year now. So we're all not sucking that badly right now, even though... I definitely at times suck at dating, which I think you can attest to. How so? Give an example of when you suck. Because uh, I can't think of one. I, what? Yeah. There's plenty of times. How many times do you and I bicker back and forth sometimes? Well, I just want to be touched all the time. Yes, you do. <laughs> Moving forward. Anyway, we're not here to talk about us. We're here to talk about Bachelor in Paradise because there was a great episode that aired last night, which was one of my favorites of the season, I think. So I guess we should start with the first right scene, which has to do with your co-host, Dean, and how maybe he doesn't suck at dating so much. Uh, I think he sucks. I mean, and he, he still kind of sucks. He still um, kind of sucks because he's, it still took him like a couple days out of paradise to realize that he missed someone and that he couldn't let her go. But yes. was that romantic? I think it was super romantic. Oh, it's a grand romantic gesture. It was even brought up in paradise. Someone said that. Um, does that mean he doesn't suck at dating because he pulls off a grand gesture? No, you can still suck at dating. Um, I'll, I'll stop saying that now. Uh, but um, let's recap. So Dean from... It was left off last episode, and then it picked up this episode where Dean came back for Kalen because he missed her. He shaved the mustache. He looked like a stud. He looked like, he good Lord. Might have looked the what best he ever face? has on TV. What is that face? But also, what is Kalen's face? The two of them, them flashing between the two of yeah. their faces and their eyes. I said yesterday on Twitter, I was like, these two need to have children because I need to see the eyes that would be created. They are two very, very beautiful people. And Dean walked down with the, the black button down short sleeve and his hair I was know. flowing and his eyes were just piercing blue. No mustache. I was like, good God, poor Connor. As soon as you see Dean's face and Connor's a very, very good looking human being. And he's uh, he's got a, he's jacked. My God, when he stood up. Next to Kaylin. When, so when Kaylin was talking to Dean at the daybed and then Kaylin said, I got to go talk to Connor. She went yeah. to the daybed with Connor and Connor gave up and gave her a hug. Yeah. That dude is massive. He is jacked. You, wait, you notice his muscles? Because I, I well, didn't I was, even think about them. I'm yeah. just so like, I'm just so team Dean in this that I feel like I feel bad almost for not having as much sympathy for Connor as maybe I should. Well, honestly, he's just super tall, Jared. I think it's his height. He's like he's like six He's like 6'5 five. Yeah, or he's a big, big boy. But even yeah. as, bad, as a guy, you notice that because yeah. when I look at Connor, I think to myself, man, I got to get in the gym. Really? Man, I got to start working out again. But anyway. I don't care. I like you just the way you are. I appreciate it. Uh, I love you more. Anyway, <laughs> um, so when Kay I actually think I wasn't sympathetic towards Connor because I am so team Dean, obviously, yeah. but. I was very sympathetic towards Connor when he started talking to Kalen 101 because I think that was his best moment I've ever seen from him on television. He was very articulate. He was strong he, in his opinion. Uh, he didn't back down because I feel like a lot of those moments, um, the guy or the girl will say, well, you just got to, you know, follow your heart. And if you want to go with him, that's great. But and then he was like, no, I want you to stay. 
And I really liked that from him. And I thought that he did such a good job explaining to Kaylin exactly how he felt and why he wanted her to stay. I really, really enjoyed Connor in that moment. And it was in that moment where I thought to myself, oh, no, I feel bad for Connor. Oh, no. Because hmm. I wanted to obviously be 100% Team Dean, which I still wanted Kaylin to leave with Dean. But in that moment, I thought he was so good that I was like, wow, that was that was a great moment for him. Wow. I'm the worst because all I was thinking was, is okay, when can we get back to, to Caitlin and Dean? Well, I think you're coming from the vantage point. I'm just that, choosing. I, I've already seen them together in person. And let's be honest, yeah. it, that and even just coming across on TV, everybody knew it in paradise. She had a stronger connection with Dean. They had yeah. more chemistry. Yeah, they had more like intellectual and emotional chemistry. I think she had a lot of physical chemistry with, with DeConnor. I th- yeah, but she has a lot of physical chemistry with Dean. I think she just had a better oh, yeah, connection no, with Dean. I mean, all three go to Dean, but... I don't know that she was like connecting emotionally and intellectually as much with Connor. Yeah. She did like how safe he felt because he felt super safe. Like he wasn't going to screw her. If anything, Caitlin was going to end up screwing Connor in that relationship. Totally. She had the power within that relationship. And then I think in the Dean relationship with Caitlin, she's letting go of the power because I think it's pretty clear that Dean has the power, at least in that moment. Yeah. Uh, Because she's just very, uh, I'm not going to say in love with him, but very, very, uh, enamored by yeah. Dean. And I like the fact that most of the cast was just like, yeah, I mean, this is undeniable. I thought Haley put it perfectly yeah. where she was like, I'm so sad for Connor, but I'm also so happy for Caitlyn indeed. I don't know how to feel. Yeah. Uh, I thought that it just kind of encapsulated how everybody was feeling in that moment, which, man, we feel bad for Connor, but we also see what Dean and Caitlyn could potentially have. Mm-hmm. And I think it was also a growing moment for Dean. Um, a lot of people have accused Dean of being this uh, playboy uh, guy who kind of bounces from relationship to relationship, can't stay with one girl for a long extended period of time. And I think it was a really nice moment for Dean to come back and say, I need to stop running away from the things that make me happy in life. And there's a lot of things that I need to work on, but I want to work on them with you. And I want to try to figure this out together. Um, and I, I thought it was just, honestly, I thought it was a great moment for all three people. Um, Kaylin's getting a little bit of flack today. Can I say that? Like, sure. wait, wait, what the hell? You guys, just because I know people are like, oh, Kaylin is just so dumb for choosing Dean over Connor. Doesn't she know she's going to get hurt through this? And it's like, does that really matter? Like, shouldn't you be going with the person that you like really have strong feelings for, even if it's more of a risk? Who wants to be comfortable? Even Dean said something like, who wants it easy? Who wants it easy? Like, that's so weird. I think the easy means passionless. Um, Yes. Uh, I would agree to a certain extent. I think, yeah. The, the problem, though, sometimes when you go for the hard thing, it doesn't work out, right? Um, yeah, and then you're hurt, but boo-hoo. Like, like, I don't know why so many people on this show constantly are afraid of being hurt. Like, obviously it sucks, but, like, is it really that great if there's not that fear there? Well, I'm going to make an analogy for you. Okay. okay you're big- Because I'm glad for all the pain I went through with you, babe. I'm not. I wish that I was better from the beginning. I think personally, I had to go through a lot of uh, growing pains as an individual. And I think I needed to see things in a different light. And I think actually similar to Dean, I think Dean is very afraid of commitment because he's afraid of hurting people um, because he knows himself. Um, And I think 
maybe Dean's a little different in this, but for me personally, I think I was always afraid to show a very vulnerable side, not only to you, but to a vast amount of people, because I was afraid that they were going to figure out I wasn't good enough. And I'm curious if Dean thinks the same thing. And that's a very real fear that a lot of people feel. And I think that it took me seeing you as someone else to realize I'm going to lose the best thing that's ever happened to me because of my own insecurities. And is am I going to let my insecurities be the downfall of me? And in that moment, I was able, I'm very proud of myself in that moment to rise to the occasion and jump fully in with you. Um, instead of always being like, oh, well, I don't know if it could work out. And, you know, she lives in LA and I live in Rhode Island. She's so emotional. And can I handle someone like that all the time? And instead of being like, Jared, it's never going to be perfect. You either dive in or you're going to end up alone. And I think Dean had a flash of that as well when he was away from paradise Mm -hmm. and he was missing Kaylin. And he probably knew that Kaylin and Connor were were hitting it off. And I think that's why Dean went back to paradise rather than trying to reach back out to Kaylin when she left. Yeah, that would have been a lot more messed up. Uh, well, not. I think he, it would have just been a higher risk, right? It would right? have been a higher risk, but also, like, it wouldn't have been as romantic. No. Yeah, it wouldn't have been romantic. Yeah. And um, so I, I think Dean, uh, it was a growing moment for him. And um, I think Kaylin's not getting just flack for picking Dean, but I think she's also getting flack for the fact that a lot of people don't think she was that sympathetic towards Connor while leaving with Dean. there may have been something edited out in there. It was already a very long scene. They couldn't mm-hmm. just show her going back and forth and back and forth. I want to give her the benefit of the doubt in saying that she probably went over to Connor. I, you think that he really found out um, from the two of them just making out in front of him? You think that's um, how he found out that she really, really chose <clears throat> Dean? I don't know. That's a great question. I we'll think have to it's have a Kaylin answer that. I think there's a high probability that's how he found out hmm. because Kaylin never said she was leaving with Dean prior to that moment. Yeah, so Dean never, never truly it. knew. Yeah. And when she said yes, Dean reacted with such happiness that he just kissed her. Yeah. So I could totally see Connor fully not knowing until that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really blame Kaylin or Dean for that. Uh, because it was their moment. Mm -hmm. Uh, It sucks, but that's kind of the name of the game a little bit within Paradise. Um, I had to propose in front of your ex. It's not something I wanted to do. Nope. But it worked out that way, unfortunately. Dean probably didn't want to kiss Kaylin in front of Connor, but he either kissed her in that moment because it was such a great moment, Mm -hmm. or he was, or he put... You know, or he was thinking of Connor and was like, well, we shouldn't kiss right now and kind of ruin the moment. Like, it just sucks, but uh, Connor's going to be fine. He's a great looking man. He's got a lot going for him. Um, I am stunned that when we'll we'll talk about this later, but when Rev came down, Mm -hmm. she didn't immediately ask Connor because he was the most single one on the beach. Huh. Uh, she, she, he was like the sixth one she talked to. It, it seemed like, anyway, what we saw on TV. So. Interesting. I said before that um, the hurt was worth it. And that even if we didn't end up together, the hurt would have still been worth it. I just, I want to know what you guys think out there. Is this fear of being hurt too overplayed on the show? Because doesn't hurt build character and ultimately lead you where you should be? Well, I also think hurt, means you heartbreak. went for it. Heartbreak. Well, and it heartbreak, means you went for it. It means you went for it. It means you exhausted all the like options, right? And I think that if you don't do that, then you're always going to be left with what if. And I know that I've said this many a times on this podcast, but I think in love, in career, 
you should always exhaust all options because you never want to think back and think what if. Of course, don't we what always? What if are the worst? Exactly. Don't we always love the people on these shows that put their heart on their sleeves and go for it? Yeah. Because I think as a person watching it, we want to be like that person. Mm-hmm. We want to be the person that wears our hearts on the sleeves and goes after what we want. But we're also scared. Um, and so I think that's why people that do that on the show are so loved because it it reflects what we want to be like. And you know who's doing that right now? JPJ. We are going to talk to Haley, uh, somebody who dated JPJ, mm-hmm. about her feelings on that man right after this break. Jared and I are obviously still getting some gifts in from our Crate and Barrel registry. We have the most wonderful things, and that's one of the the things that we're working on now, now that we're home, is decorating our apartment and like putting all the registry items away and, well, not away, but on display and making our house our home now and a home together, not a home that Jared moved into, not like a girl retreat that my sister and I created. It's now our home and we love the Crane Barrel items that we've gotten. We were able to schedule a private registry event when we started to get our Crate and Barrel registry put together. So these events is something that Crate and Barrel hosts at their stores where Crate and Barrel experts take you and your fiance around the store and they offer tips and expert advice on the best items to add to your wedding registry. They're going to ask about your style and what your needs are, whether or not you have to furnish an entire home or really stock a kitchen or a bathroom or whether or not you have a few pieces already that you want to work around. So each couple gets to leave these events with a special gift, um, which is a fun takeaway to remember the experience. And you're going to feel really good because you would have gone around the entire store and really kind of like designed what you want your house to look like. You're going to leave and you're going to be like, wow, we're going to get this done one day. It's not like a gigantic undertaking of like, where do we get started in making this house our home? This expert that's going to bring you around Crate and Barrel is really going to help you make your vision become reality. You can RSVP today for a Crate and Barrel private registry event at crateandbarrel.com slash stores slash events. Again, you can start your Crate and Barrel private registry event today at crateandbarrel.com slash stores slash events. I wanted to take a second to talk about one of my favorite things in this entire world. That's not me. That's not you. This is down the list. It's like number four or five. Okay. A little thing called Zip Recruiter. I don't know why I have so much fun saying that. I guess he's below the zip recruiter is below Tom Brady. Zip recruiter. And then it's zip recruiter. Now I wanted to give a little bit of background on zip recruiter about a man named Dylan Miskowitz, who's a real zip recruiter customer who used zip recruiter to hire for his company, Cafe Altura. As we all know, hiring can be a slow process. And Dylan from Cafe Altura needed to hire a director of coffee for his organic coffee company, but he was having trouble finding qualified applicants. So he switched to ZipRecruiter.com. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its technology identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. So you get qualified candidates fast. Now, Dylan posted his job on ZipRecruiter and he said he was so impressed by how quickly he had great candidates apply. He also used ZipRecruiter's candidate rating feature to filter his applicants so he can focus on the most relevant ones. 
And that's how Dylan found his new director of coffee in just a few days. With the results like that, it's no wonder that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site. Including within the, Ben Higgins. Including Ben Higgins. Yeah. Ben Higgins uses it for generous coffee. Yep. They're saying that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate through the site within 24 hours. That's insane. So you find your perfect employee on the first day. And you can see why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of all sizes. Like we said, Ben runs Generous Coffee, which all of you know, he uses ZipRecruiter to find his employees. Now you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Ben. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash B-E-N. ZipRecruiter.com slash Ben. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So we are back to Almost Famous. This is obviously not Ben Higgins. This is Jared Haven. Uh, so we're going to have Haley on the phone. Before we do that, uh, any final thoughts on Dean and Kaylin leaving Paradise together? Nope. All right, cool. I just <laughs> wanted to say I'm very happy for them. Oh, yes. I okay, wish there's them the that best. obvious one. Well, it's something that I feel like needs to be said. Very happy for them. I wish them the best. And uh, I really like them together. I really like them together, too. Same. Okay, well, now we got Haley Ferguson, who I actually think has made more Bachelor in Paradise uh, appearances than any other Bachelor cast alum. Haley? Hi, guys. Oh, hey, Haley. Hey, Haley. How art thou? Good. How are you guys? Congratulations. Thank oh, you thank so you, Haley. Much. Haley, you really, you know, you're. You were an integral part of our lives during a very different part of Jared and my life. During yeah, the ultimate crazy. complications yes. of it off screen. Yeah, that was probably one of the, the, the points where we were furthest apart. Probably. Th- two and a half Honestly, years ago? I can't believe it. Yeah. 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 Life I think works so. in mysterious ways. But you guys always knew. Like, literally, Not you yet. and Emily would always be like, you guys are too weird together. This is, he's supposed to be with you. I always had a feeling that you guys would end up together. I'm just, it was just a matter of time. Yeah, it truly was just a matter of time. So we, <laughs> you know, we've been rooting for you since the very beginning. You're one of the most lovable characters on this franchise. You've been on three seasons of Paradise. First season three with us, and then you made a brief appearance with Emily. Season was it season four? Season four, which was the hectic season yep. with Corinne. And then yes. you're back now solo, which I think we all love the fact that you are solo right now. I think you're getting, I think that people like just seeing you independent right now. So Haley, describe how this paradise experience is without Emily by your side. Um, this paradise experience has been a lot different for me. Um, personally, I felt like I was ready to do something on my own and just kind of put myself out of my comfort zone. Um, So doing this season without Emily was definitely like uncomfortable for me. But overall, I feel like I learned so much about myself as an individual. Um, And like, I was just able to make friends with the girls without having Emily's like help to do so. And so personally, I feel like it was a really good thing for myself. 
during Bachelor in Paradise 2 when I brought my sister on, I was like, how amazing is this going to be to date with my security blanket sister by my side, you know? And then I realized that it just kind of weighed me down and it didn't get me far. It actually pulled me back from the rest of the cast because I didn't really need to make friends because I had my friend. Um, And I think that with you and Emily, you guys use each other as crutches. Yeah. 100%. Like, I was able, I kind of had to force myself into the friend groups that were already created because a lot of these girls were on previous, like, they were on Colton's season together or, like, they knew each other from other events that they have done together. So I feel like I just went into it with no friends. So I had to force myself into, like, making friends with some of the people. (laughs) No, that makes sense. And honestly, it makes if I was down there with, you know, like a best guy, friend. a best guy friend, I would have just hung out with my best guy friend and never put myself out there to make new friends that could potentially turn into partners in the future. So I can totally understand why you think that maybe it was probably better for you guys to separate and you go to paradise all by yourself. Um, Haley, so we, yeah. we've we've seen over the past couple of days the John Paul Jones um, saga with Tasha. Uh, and then Derek, who has obviously since left. We haven't really seen your point of view on it. Well, we did see her call him out big time last week. Yes. And that was that was a Haley moment. Everybody was clapping at home. You just called him out. Tell us about your frustration with JPJ. Because when we saw you at the wedding, you guys were flirting. You had just gone on your first date. And you were really liking him. And it seemed like he liked you. But I know that he was probably a little bit more Horn, um, but I definitely didn't know that he had such strong feelings for Tasha based on what we saw at the wedding. So, and I think you were lost as right. well because he, he wasn't being super upfront. Right. So honestly, I was just totally thought JPJ and I were fine. We were hanging out. We were spending lots of time together, and it felt like he was super into me. Um, and, like, at the rose ceremony where he gave me his rose, like, he told me, like, that he's never had such an instant connection with anybody in his entire life. Oh, goodness. So he was definitely, like, building my ego up and making me feel really confident in what we had. So at the wedding, like, when I was talking to you, Ashley, I felt super confident in, like, what JPJ and I had. And then I just woke up that next morning and Derek was like, yeah, um, he has super strong feelings for Keisha. And I, like, you know that feeling, like, when your stomach just drops and you are just completely shocked? That's Um, totally how I felt when he said that to me. And, like, instantly my guard went up and I was like, am I crazy for thinking that we had something special? Like, I, I started thinking that I was mental, like, that I was losing my mind. And then so I start, you start overthinking everything. And then you're like, okay, well, why don't I just go talk to him and get some clarity? So our first conversation, um... I went into it and, like, he didn't approach me. I had to go up to JPJ and, like, ask him what was going on. Yeah, I remember. You pulled him into the Rose Palapa. Yeah, and I just, like, I felt that that was, I wish that he would have told me first. I hated that I had to hear from somebody else. Um, so I was just really frustrated, I think, in general, the fact that he just wasn't open with me. Like, I'm insulted when people feel like they can't be honest with me because I'm a super understanding person and, Like, I get the whole idea of paradise is to date other people. So I honestly was just insulted that he didn't feel comfortable enough to even come up and talk to me and just be honest with me. So at first I was like, okay, well, I just want to clear the air. And then at that nighttime, he was talking about Tasha and stuff in front of me and, like, getting all upset about the Derek situation, like saying that Derek is 
just using Tasha for his podcast and stuff. And I was like, why are you so upset with Derek when, like, Derek nor I had any idea that you had such strong feelings for Tasha? Like, we were both blindsided about the fact that you felt so strongly about Tasha. So at that point, I got a little heated. So that's when I called him out. And then when he called me, like, you're a big girl. I, you know, that moment I was like, oh, my gosh, like, don't be condescending towards me. So I kind of yeah. freaked out a little bit. <laughs> So who is JPJ? Is he this lovable guy who is like just such a hopeless romantic or is he this selfish kind of backstabbing guy? Am I, am I exaggerating there? Those two, two big extremes or is he a bit of both? I, I would say overall JPJ is literally the kindest and sweetest guy like you'll ever meet. He's definitely awkward and weird and goofy, but I love that about him. But overall, I think that JPJ was just in a really awkward position. And this is only the second time he's like done a show like this. And he didn't make it super far on Hannah season, I don't think. So yeah. I just don't think he was used to all of this. And especially because he was only dating Hannah. Like now he was here in paradise dating multiple women. I don't think that he knew how to navigate it correctly. Okay. And while I think that he handled my situation poorly, I overall think JPJ is like the lovable guy that everybody fell in love with at first. And I have no hard feelings towards JPJ. He actually reached out to me recently and apologized for you know everything that he did. Um, and he truly is a great guy. Okay, wonderful. Yeah, that's the vibe I get too. Yeah. I, I get the vibe that he's so sweet. Uh, very nice, very caring and giving, which was obviously exemplified last night when he did the prom thing for Tasia. But I also get the vibe, yeah. and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, that he's just immature. Yeah, he's just a little lost in this environment. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. it isn't very natural to be dating multiple people on the same strip of land. <laughs> yes, I, I think he was also immature exactly. within the Derek situation. Uh, and then I think with the Haley situation. And so I think John Paul Jones also recognizes that, which... I don't think is a negative thing because we all have our faults. And as long as we are aware of them and try to work on them, then there's, I don't see anything really wrong Absolutely, with that. Yeah. Right. All, all with 100%. good intentions, pretty much. It's kind of like Dean. I, I so, feel like yeah. Dean makes a lot of mistakes, but he's like always has like the best in his heart. Yeah. I mean, they do say the uh, past Dean totally grew on me. Oh, he's okay. the best. Oh, that's right. You were on the season with him when he was oh, yeah. in the love triangle. Yeah. But, but you were only there a for big like a fan second. Of him. I actually, right. And I was not a big fan of Dean for the longest time. Like I actually didn't like him. And I wow, really refused to follow him on social media. And <laughs> that's almost impossible. That's the worst thing you could do someone not follow them on social media in the Bachelor franchise. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he totally grew on me this season. Nah, Dean's yeah. a great one. So, Haley, I wanted to ask you so we could put it to rest once and for all because you've seen both these people close up, personal, in person. Does Luke S. and Nick Viall look that much alike? They do not look that much alike. These guys, <laughs> all right. I, 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 can, I see the similarities, but like not even close. So, I've been trying to crack this code. Why is it that they look similar, but also not the same at all? It's the beard. It's, it's just the, beard the hair and the texture. Hair. It's the hair texture. Yeah. I think it's oh, like it's even like the bone structure, like in their faces, totally different. And like, obviously, I mean, Lucas kind of has dad bod. Like, while all the other guys were working out, Lucas like would not work out with them. <laughs> <laughs> so you ended up awesome. giving a rose to Lucas. 
Or did Luke ask if yes, you had the rose? I did. Yeah. yeah. Haley gave her rose to So, I gave how, my what's your relationship like right now? Because right now on the show, we didn't see much of you two last night, but it's still continuing? Yeah. I, so, um, you guys will have to tune in tonight uh, to see what happens. But um, as of right now, Luke S. and I are still talking. Are you kissing? Because you're like actually pretty conservative when it comes to who you kiss on the show. Yeah, it's definitely conservative. I don't know what's going to happen on tonight's episode, but um, Luke S. kind of just forces kisses on me. Like, I don't, I I wasn't exact. I talked to Luke S. and I was like, I just don't know if my, I'm there yet, like, romantically with you. I know that, like, we've spent some time together, but romantically, I don't know if I'm that interested into you. And, and he, like, just started making out with me. <laughs> I think <laughs> in hopes that that would change. Bold yeah. move, Cotton. Haley, we said this earlier in the, sh- in the show. We were talking about the Dean and Connor and Kayla and Love Triangle and how you just kind of put yeah. it perfectly into one sentence. How did you feel when she left with Dean? Oh, my gosh. So it's so funny because I was super torn between Dean and Connor. They're both great guys. I think that Connor was most definitely the safest choice. But knowing me and, like, my personality, I would have 100% gone for Dean, too. Like, I would have left with Dean, too, because... Who doesn't like somebody who's a little bit edgy, a little mysterious? And also, I saw, like, how the passion between Kaylin and Dean was just so, like, they were perfect for each other before he left, and I loved them together. So, I mean, I honestly feel like she made the right choice. You're basically every woman. (laughs) I was super happy for her, because I do overall feel like she made the right choice, but it was a tough decision. Right. Why do you think that like the other girls who are like sort of single in the house aren't going for Connor at this point? I think a lot of the people didn't go for Connor because he was so like upset and like yeah. he was also I guess hitting it off with Whitney at the wedding mm-hmm. and he was hoping Whitney would come down. Oh. Oh, what, a little oh, behind the scenes there. Okay, we didn't know that. Very cool. All right. Yeah, and, um, like they were flirting at the wedding. Well, I hope Whitney comes down for him, even though he went on the date is it, with Isn't it Rev. too late for somebody to go down right now? I guess. No idea. I guess she came down. But isn't tonight like make it or break it night? I think so. So I always think it's silly. Um, I think we talked I, about this last week. We were like, why are they even sending people down at this point? Just let it breathe. That's how, that's how I felt on season when I came down on season four. I'm like, why am I here right now? Yeah. <laughs> You're it's not tough walking in late. You're not even going to shake things up. It things is. are like too far along no. or like people are ready to leave anyway. Yeah. The problem is everybody's 100%. already so exhausted from yeah. the entire process of being there, especially if you're there from the first day yeah. that if you're one of the final people to come down, it's really hard to muster up that energy to be excited to meet someone new because I not that you're over it, but you're getting there. Yeah. Um, right. So Haley, 100%. you are. Oh, totally. So Haley. Uh, you are now teaching Pilates in Las Vegas. Tell us a little bit about that. I am. Congratulations. So, yeah, I started. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm super excited about it. So I actually grew up doing Pilates um, as a physical form of physical therapy for my scoliosis. And I fell in love with it then. And then I kind of just, you know, became super lazy and wasn't working out for a long time. And then I got back into it and then decided that I wanted to eventually teach kids with scolio- scoliosis as well. So I went ahead and I got my certification and I'm officially certified. 
That's, That's awesome. awesome. Congratulations, Haley. We're super excited for you. You and Emily actually inspired me to start going to Pilates. And while it's been quite a while. I was about to say, when, when have you been to Pilates? You know it's the only form of exercise I actually don't dread doing. Like, even though I do not go, I was anymore. <laughs> I was about to say, I got to be honest, I didn't even know that you liked doing those. What do you mean? You know that I always say, like, I should really just continuously go to Pilates. Yeah, but saying something and actually doing something are two okay, different things. But you know it's my most enjoyable form of working out. And it was because I saw Emily and Haley doing it so much on Instagram that I did start going and my my eyes were open to it, okay? And I should right, get back cool. in the swing of yeah. things, but... Go take a class with Haley. I will. I mean, maybe when we're in yeah, Vegas for the yeah. iHeart Festival. Maybe. Yeah, I'll teach you. <laughs> I would like that. You do way fancier things than I do. And before we let you go, well, Haley, I just want to... You see on my Instagram are totally fancy. Yeah, I know. That's awesome. Sorry. You're like bendable. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you're like Gumby um, but before we go I, I want to tell you that my sister's boyfriend um, he like talks openly about how attracted he is to you and Emily to Lauren <laughs> he no thinks way. that you guys he thinks that you guys are aliens sent from another planet to spread joy and beauty to the world <laughs> it's pretty true oh my gosh <laughs> Are you kidding me? I, I take that because your sister's probably the hottest person I've ever seen. You guys have always been too kind. Thank you. Because you're just like these. You really are aliens. You really are just two little perfect oh looking specimens. I love you guys. I, I, I need to hang out with you all more often. No, we <laughs> so love you, We Haley. need to like surprise Jack with you guys oh. next time you're in L.A. He'll and die we'll of a heart will, attack. We'll laugh so oh hard. I don't know what he'll cry. He'll probably cry. (laughs) Haley, thank you so much for joining us. We are rooting for you. We love you. And we wish nothing but the best for you. Thank you, guys. I love you guys so much. All right. Bye, Haley. Bye. Bye. She's the sweetest. She's so cute. She's the best. She's awesome. Little Haley and Emily. I mean. I know. I mean, I'm just really rooting for Haley. It sucks to like the whole Luke S thing. I mean, judging by what she was talking about, I don't think it goes anywhere. anywhere. Which is sad because I really would like happiness for her. But if we're going to call Luke as a doppelganger of He's Nick, not. Which, let's not even call him that. Okay. Let's not call him that. But why can't Haley and Nick be together? I think that We've they We've been should, saying this for how long? I know. But have we said it publicly? I just kind of want to put it out there. And I'm sorry, Nick, if this annoys you. <laughs> it but doesn't. I, he he comments on her Instagram <laughs> all the time. Can we just put it out there that like they should have a pact? Nick's 39th birthday is in two weeks. And you know, he, he might be like, mad at you for saying he that. He doesn't like hearing that. But should we come up with a pact like at the age should like be 41? No, the age should be for Haley. It should be Haley's age. Yeah, let's do Haley's age. So Haley's 26 now. Nick doesn't age. So when He's maybe, like Tom Brady. Yeah. The dude looks 27. He's going back. He is the real life Benjamin Button. So let's <clears> say that when Haley's 30. They I don't know how old Haley is now. She's 26, I just said. Four years. That's way too long. Let's do 27. She's got what? 20- When's her birthday? Uh, Do we know? Is her, when is her birthday? She's got a year. Let's give her a year from now. If nothing happens in a year, sure. Haley and Nick get married. So many people are going to be like, you're going to give her till 27 to find her person. Yep. I found you at 27. Yeah. So and perfect. it took we'll give it to us a many a years. <laughs> I just want this to happen, though. That's why I'm expediting the process. I think it makes sense. I think it makes sense, too. She's I like love them easygoing. Both. She's funny. 
she'll challenge him. She'll, you know, and he loves a good back and forth. He does. And he also needs someone who's a little easygoing. But she's going to do it in a playful way, not an angrily way. No, yeah. And he also needs someone to give back to him. She's yeah. like the, a very nice uh, compliment to him. Anyway, we should stop talking about it because <laughs> I'm sure we'll get text messages <laughs> later on today. Um, so let's move on. Okay. Let's take a break first. And okay. then we have to talk about Blake and Christina, who some people are saying is the next version of us. Let's discuss. Hey, Jared. Mm, does my chest look good right now? I know it's an awkward question to say I was about to say, is that an inappropriate question? I mean, yes, I of care. course, it always looks good. But it looks particularly good right now. Looks fantastic. Thanks. It's because I'm wearing my third love bra. Oh, I love third love. Really makes some uh, perk. Good job. Okay, I was wondering how you were going to like make this seem tasteful. Third Love is a fantastic bra company. They use data points generated by millions of women who have taken the Fit Finder quiz, and they design bras with breast size and shape in mind for the perfect fit and premium feel. That's like mostly, most most companies use just that size, right? They don't think about shape, but shape makes a big difference. And Third Love has 70 sizes, basically more than anyone else out there, including half cup sizes. My sister and I both realize that we are half cup sizes. We're like a B minus, something like that. What's a half cup? It's like not a full B. Well, it's like, I'm, I'm like, mm. So like a B minus or a B plus is a half a cup. It's like a cup and a half of B. No, it's like I'm a 33, not a 34 or a 32. Interesting. And and Third Love has half cups. They have half cup sizes. I you feel like that skip, makes a big difference. Yes, you can skip the trip to the mall too. Did you know that when I went into you know that other very popular underwear company store okay. before our honeymoon? The woman asked if I was shopping for a special occasion, and it made me feel super awkward. Why? Really? It's a special occasion. Sometimes yeah, it's the only time. Up. The only time in our lives it would be a special occasion to buy underwear. The honeymoon? Yeah. Not the only time. So I what hope. if it wasn't my honeymoon? I've been like, no. I mean, thanks. we got birthdays, holidays, <laughs> anniversaries. There's plenty of special occasions. Fine. Okay. You proved me wrong. Come. Anyway, I felt awkward. And with Third Love, you don't have to have any awkward fitting room experiences. All you got to do is answer a few simple questions to find your perfect fit in just 60 seconds with the Fit Finder quiz. Over 12 million women have taken the quiz to date. And it's actually fun. And it takes less than a minute. Every customer has 60 days to wear their bras, wash them, and put them to the test. And if they don't love it, they can just return it. And Third Love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need. I love that because did you know that like Goodwill and stuff often doesn't take bras? I did not know that, but it makes sense. Why? I mean, I don't donate my boxers. Boxers are a totally different thing. Boobies are just skin. I mean, you could argue everything's just skin. Ah, come on, Jared. Chest? Like, that's like saying that you can't donate like a, a white undershirt. Yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense when you put it that way. <laughs> but I guess. But I'm glad that Third Love does get to donate them to women in need. And Fit Stylists are available every day to help you via text, chat, or phone. 
It's hands down the most comfortable bra you're going to wear. And Third Love knows that there's a perfect bra for everyone. So, right now, they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. So, go to thirdlove.com. That is T H I R D L O V E.com slash famous right now to find your perfect fitting bra. Again, that is 15% off your first purchase at thirdlove.com slash famous for your 15% off today. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do... It's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that just can speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops, and I mean every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too. With deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, Hope the doctor can see you this month or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people. Or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types. Plus, a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor. No waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health slash 
famous. You can use the promo code famous. That's promo code famous at twc.health slash famous. Hey, it's Ben. And it's Ashley. And we want to let you know that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. That's LifeVac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS. All right, babe. So last week, remember how Blake all of a sudden was like, she's been here all along. She's been here right in front of my eyes, under my nose, and I didn't realize until now I meant to be with Christina. Mm -hmm. And I think like a lot of people are like, oh, Blake is either like getting delusional in paradise or (laughs) he's desperate for a rose. Or I guess there's a very slim percentage that he like actually means this. And then this week watching them, And all of his excitement and giddiness over Christina and how many tears he shed when she left paradise and broke up with him. I was like, oh, crap. He's been genuine. I believe that he's been genuine. And I actually think that, like, Blake, for as bad of a rap as he's gotten throughout this season, has remained pretty genuine. And again, I think it's one of those situations where it's like he messed up a lot, but he's only had good intentions at heart. Yeah, it's Call like me naive. I don't know. No, I mean, they say that the path to hell is paved with good intentions, oh, and yeah. I think that could be uh, used to describe Blake's paradise experience. Because I do think Blake is, uh, I think he's very nice. I, I really do. Um, and he's been nothing too nice to us. And anytime I see him, he's been very personable. I think he's messed up a lot. I think Blake is the guy that just got in over his head. Yeah. You know, he finished second on Becca season. Everybody loved him, was reaching out to him, you know, was worth, I mean, a lot of people were probably throwing themselves at him. Um, and I think he just got in over his head. Uh, and so I'm not excusing his behavior. He needs to take responsibility for it. And I think he is as of right now. Um, and I, what? I think it's like, he got wrapped up in that playboy lifestyle, right? But I think he's such a hopeless romantic when he lets himself feel. I mean, I don't know if he's how, a hopeless romantic wait, or not. How I'm does not gonna... somebody... No, you don't think so? I think that he's just uh, being aware of his downfall. And I don't think he's... I Let me say this. No, I don't no, think no. he's trying to do it to save face. I think he is being honest in the moment and truly thinks that... Christina is someone he could see a future with. I, I do believe that. You can't call him not a hopeless romantic. Think about how he reacted on Becca's season. When he falls, he like falls <clears throat> hard. And I don't understand how somebody can be a playboy and a hopeless romantic at the same time, though. Uh, right? That doesn't go together. I see it in your face. Well, no, I mean, it can go together. I mean, life is gray. Life is in the gray area. It's not like you can be one thing. It's not like you're either a good person or you're a bad person. Each person has both good and bad within them and capable of doing both. Sounds like you've been watching a lot of Star Wars. No, I'm just saying. I mean, I do watch a lot of Star Wars, but I'm just saying that. It, everything's not black and white. For example, Blake can be a hopeless mantic. Sure, you're absolutely right. But that doesn't mean that he can't have mess ups that pertains to relationships and women, you know? Yeah, um, I guess so. And so I do believe Blake in, in the moment with Christina. I think he really wants to try to make it work. Um, 
I think he goes a little bit overboard. Uh, even when he said, I could see Christina being the mother of my children. Don't you think that's what everybody it goes south for everybody? It's like, as soon as you say, like, I see marriage with this person, then it immediately scoots forward to the scene in which that person is breaking up with so-and-so. Of course, the, the show does a fantastic <laughs> job of setting it up, you know, because you just see it coming. Because, you know, the producers is the producers in the room and it's like, can you see having a, a life with Christina with children and marriage. And then he goes, yeah. And they're like, can you put that in a full sentence? I can totally see life of marriage and children with Christina. I mean, I think Christina has had a few moments that I've been frustrated towards mm-hmm. and I like Christina. We've met Christina a few times and she's been very personable and, and kind towards us. And I, I like her as a person, but I think there have been a lot of moments within this paradise season uh, that haven't been her best. I didn't like when she went up to Dean uh, earlier in this episode and tried to insert herself in that situation by saying Dean was selfish when he was coming back for Kaylin. Yeah. Uh, I just I, I just didn't think that it was really needed for her to come over and tell him that um, because he was coming for Kaylin and not Christina. Wait, what about when she's told Kaylin, she was like, if he does you wrong, I'm, I'm going to back you up, even though we've had our differences. Um, sure. You know, cute. yeah. Girl code. I, I I don't mind that. I like that. I, like I said, it wasn't that that I minded. It was just her like make seeking her way over to the day bed. And maybe, you know, maybe that wasn't like her initial thought. Maybe yeah. somebody was like, hey, go over there and talk to Dean. Yeah. Uh, but who knows? Um, but within this moment, I, I think I've been frustrated with the whole Christina and Blake thing. Cause I think for my opinion, uh, I don't know this for a fact, obviously, I don't think she's really ever been into Blake this entire Paradise season. Um, Yeah, I'm not really sure where people are saying she loves him. Like, she's so in love with him. Like, that's her guy. And like I was like, I don't really see that. I've always... No, I think... And I think we were proven right this episode where he was actively trying to show her Mm -hmm. that, hey, I'm only here for you and I know that I've messed up, but I really want to take time to build this relationship back up. And I'm willing to be patient with you because I've done so much, you know, wrong towards you. Um, And from the very beginning when she, not the beginning of the season, but when she finally gave him that rose and said, she wants to work towards a relationship with him. I, 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 it was just, it, it, it did seem like excuse after excuse after excuse of her continuing to tell Blake, you know, you need to keep working harder. You need to show me, you need to show me. And she kept saying it. And at a point, I think for me, I thought, okay, well, you need to start opening up a little bit because he's actively trying. And I understand Christina's hesitations, but throughout that, that, this relationship, I just thought to myself, Christina, you have to start letting him a little bit more. And then it came to a point where she continued to say it, where I thought to myself, is this an excuse? Does she not like him? And And then obviously when they, you know, he did this grand gesture, uh, she obviously said, I don't see this going anywhere and never really gave it a shot. So I, to me, it kind of made me think maybe I was right and maybe she didn't really like him and kind of was just putting it off. I wonder what their relationship was like last fall when they were dating in real life. And I wonder what her feelings were like then. We'll have to have yeah. both of them on and talk about what that was. Because <clears throat> even though I don't think they were ever like exclusive, they were like dating to a certain degree, I feel like. Yeah talking a bit so yeah and maybe christina couldn't just get over it you know maybe, maybe she was like i'm too hurt by blake to what he's done in the past maybe. and there's nothing wrong with that I, what my point being is whether that was the case of her not liking him here or if she just never really liked him either way i just i i guess i didn't really 
Or she was like, it. we've been there, done that. I didn't, we didn't feel it enough in real life to revisit it again now. Yeah, which is why I guess I was confused when she kept saying, um, you have to show trying, me. Yeah. Or was it was just more of, I, I guess I didn't like it because it was a little like, you got to show me, you got to show me. And then I thought to myself, I was like, I wonder if she, is she, is she likes him enough to see a relationship because I just don't see it. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I can't see it. And then obviously it came to fruition last night where she told him, I don't see a future with you. So I got multiple tweets last night saying that Christina... And Blake could be you and me because I guess everybody they're like makes going comparisons, back and but... forth, you know, as in like they were together and they're not together and they were together yeah. and they're not together. But I mean, I, I we didn't feel this. But then again, so many people watched us and they were like, well, that's never going to happen. But yeah. I, I really don't think this is going to happen. Each relationship <laughs> is different. Each person is different. Everything, you know, everybody likes to make comparisons in yeah. life. Uh, so I, I, I don't see a lot of uh parallels between that but yeah. um i do also want to say with the christina thing and the blake thing i'm really glad that they ended up both leaving because i looking I, good I, I, i'm glad that they both left like looking good same and i think christina i'm really glad she didn't stick around after telling blake it, it wasn't going to go anywhere i'm glad she left i think it was a really good move by her um and then i think blake the same thing once he found out it wasn't going to work out kind of you know go his merry way uh and leave paradise uh I will say there was a little part of me that was quite sad to see Blake go. I'm just glad I know that's that, weird. I'm just glad that Blake got over the hump and that he left Paradise looking like a sympathetic character. That we actually want him to find love again because he seemed to have like really developed feelings for Christina. I think Blake's just a character. I, he's been a very prominent character on this show and from an audience member. Uh you know, as as Blake's friend, I obviously want him the best for him, and hopefully he can grow from this experience and get better. But also, just from a pure entertainment standpoint, seeing Blake leave, I thought to myself, "Wow, that's." It, it almost felt real to me that the show's coming to a conclusion because I was like, "Wow, Blake's gone. Blake's gone." I think you thought deeper about your feelings than I did because now listening to you say this, I found in that moment of him leaving myself thinking, "I wonder if he'll come back next year." Like thinking like a little part of me wanted him to come back next year. Yeah, there's some reason. I, I, I think we both felt similar for some reason. We were quite sad to see Blake go. I think he's, you know, listen, he did a lot of wrongs and caused a lot of drama. But it was also entertaining. And, and I also think like uh, uh, it just you can kind of feel the season coming to an end. And uh, I think that really came uh, hit home with me when seeing Blake leave. I'm like, wow, yeah, it's already almost over. Yeah. Crazy. You're sad Paradise is over? Uh, I think it, for some reason, it reminded me of- Jared has a very complicated relationship with Paradise. Yeah. He like wants to watch it and he hates watching it at the same time. It's tough. I don't, uh, I don't watch every minute of it. It's a tough- not the show itself is fantastic. It's because I'm not, he experienced it, you guys. It's yeah. not because like he doesn't think it's a good show. It's, it's because hard. like it comes with a lot of weight with Jared. It's a lot of baggage, yeah. you know. Uh, us going through it, all the drama that we had to go through, the stress. Uh, it's it's sometimes hard to watch back because you immediately insert yourself back into that moment that you were in while experiencing paradise. And I think honestly, uh, that's why maybe the Blake situation. Uh, I felt a little bit more sympathetic when he left. Was because I remember, uh, I, I can't remember exactly which person it was uh, that left when we were on Paradise, but it felt the very same way where it was like, wow, that person left. He was here from day one. Like, yeah, who was that? I forget, but it was like, wow, they're gone. 
this is almost over. And for some reason, I felt the same way towards Blake yesterday. Weird, I know. I'm going to have to think about who that was. But first, we have to take a break. After the break, we're going to talk about Demi and Christian, Chris and Katie, and Matt McDonald just being this sought-after man. Matt McDonald. Stay tuned. Okay, this is the coolest internet thing out there. You guys, I know you're shopping online all the time. We see all these malls are closing because everybody's just shopping online. Um, Nine out of ten times pretty much beats going out to the store and then you get there and then they didn't have what you wanted. So then you just go online and you order it and it's to your door like two days later. But did you know that nine out of ten times you're actually overpaying when you shop online? That is unless you're using Honey. Honey is a free web browser extension that helps you save money wherever you shop online. Honey finds coupon codes and other discounts across the web and they apply them immediately automatically to whatever you're looking at. And I honestly don't really know how it works, but it's okay because Honey is saving me money where I already shop. It's maybe magic. Just think about how much money you could be saving if you used Honey. There was this one time I was shopping at Bed Bath & Beyond and I know they have all those coupons out there and they like print them out and they put them in your mailbox. I'm like, why do you send me coupons anymore? I'm not going to use them, but I will use them if I find them online. And um, Honey pulled up this amazing discount for me for um, this comforter that I was looking for to match our new office, which has a day bed in it, if you guys really want to know. Um, And it was amazing. And I was very, very thankful for Honey for pulling that up. And you should know that the average Honey user saves about $126 per year. So it's basically a pair of AirPods or $126 tacos for all those taco lovers out there. You guys, Email Jared. He's a wacko. He doesn't really care about tacos. I like tacos. You like like them, but they don't do anything for you. Yeah. It's really weird to me. <laughs> anyway, listen, you guys, there's really no reason not to use Honey. It's free to use. It installs on your computer in just two clicks, and it's going to save you money so you can treat yourself to something nice like all those tacos. You can get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash famous. Again, that is joinhoney.com. Dot com slash famous. <laughs> All right, let's zip through a couple little things. Connor and Rivian are on a date. That seems like it would fine, but also like why? Well, I mean, like, come on, there's nothing obviously going to happen. Why? Are they I mean, pretty- there's no chemistry between them. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, Rev is a is a beautiful woman. Uh, she was on Colton season. She had blonde hair. Yeah. She went home day one. And yeah. She came back with dark hair, and yeah. she looks fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised that she didn't ask Connor to talk first. Uh, it seemed like she kind of went through the cycle of guys, and it's like, wow, Connor's a very good-looking single man right now. They should s- snag him. I'm glad they went on the date. It was very, I don't even know what they did. The the, it was like a scooter date. It was very very short. It was like a four minute date. They were like, yeah, it was fun, cool, and they ended up kissing, and that was it. There was really nothing between them. Tonight is the episode in which people really have to like make decisions. I think so was, why throw somebody in, even if she is so beautiful? I mean, it's tough, right? Because he's just getting over the heartbreak of Kaylin. Rev comes in late. I'm sure it was just a tough situation. Uh, you know, so I mean, it's really hard to build on anything at this point in paradise when you just meet. Matt Donald, he is such a, a heartthrob right he's now. A, he's like the Josh Hartnett of paradise. <laughs> I don't know why Josh Hartnett. Josh but. Hartnett, like, throw a heartthrob out there, like, a little outdated there. I like being outdated. I like my 90s heartthrobs. 
Uh, Matt McDonald getting massages from Sydney. Yeah, and he's, uh, he's hanging out with Bree. I mean, just... What is it about him? Do you see something as a guy that I don't see as a woman? Uh, I think it's the purity of him. It's the purity, right? It's the innocence. The innocence of him. He's like the aw shucks guy, and you're like, oh, the aw shucks guy isn't going to break my heart. Yeah, the aw shucks guy. He's so sweet and he's, kind and funny and safe innocent and, and safe. And, and, uh, he especially, might worship me. Yeah, especially now in paradise, everybody's coupled up. You want to be coupled up. There's this really nice guy. Uh, why not? Yeah. Chris and Demi kind of bonded over the fact that they're not outwardly affectionate. They're not like going to be super vulnerable, lovey-dovey with their love interests. Can I tell you how much I love Chris Bukowski on this season? I love Chris Bukowski so He's much. He's the best. I, can't, I don't know if you guys remember, but season two of Paradise, when he came in, he was drunk off his ass. He like fell into the fire and people were like, Ashley, you should give Chris Bukowski a try. And I'm like, the guy falling into the fire because he's had 15 tequila shots? No, thank you. Mm. But so I like, I didn't think highly of him back then. But I am so in love with watching him right now. I love the, because I find myself loving Chris Bukowski. I find myself loving Chase. On, yeah, uh, Chase is The great. small airtime he's getting right yeah. now. I love him. Uh, I loved Derek on this season. Yeah. I think there's something to be said about the guys. Growing up. Who are not old. They're not old at all. But yeah. like in, who have been through this process, who are a little bit older, who are a little bit more, I don't want to say ready, but just like. There's something about those guys that I truly love and seeing them on the season, it just made me really like them and, and made me think like, do we want guys that age? Isn't it funny that Chase has only been on JoJo's season yeah, and crazy. yet I feel like he's been such an integral part of the of the show. Yeah. Um, it's insane. Yeah, that is super crazy. But Chris is great. He and Katie finally seem to like have settled. <laughs> like they're very happy that date with the big dramatic kiss in the street. Yeah, and I loved I loved that date because a lot of people I feel like throw the the love word around on the on the mm-hmm. show, and they're always like, "I'm falling in love with you. I'm falling. Yeah. I'm falling. Falling." And Chris was so He's real like, I'm in not that moment. Do that. Yeah, yeah. I, God, I loved it because it was such a moment. It was such a real moment. In real life, you don't have to have these stages where it's like I could fall in love, and then it gets to the I'm falling in love, and then I'm in love. Could you imagine if you did that to me, or if like if anybody did that in real life? Where it's like, this is phase one. This is called falling. Yeah, it's it's just... It's, and now I'm there. It's sometimes repetitive when you yeah. see it on the show. And I think for this moment with Chris, where he did such a good job of articulating exactly how he was feeling. Because a lot of times when you see two people on the date, it's like, you're amazing, you're perfect, I see a future, I'm falling for you. And then it's like this grand romantic moment. And you're like, okay, great, that's adorable. And then, then in this moment, it was him and Katie, and he was so real in talking exactly how he felt and where he thought this was going. And he's like, I do see something with you, but I'm not falling for you yet. And it was just like, oh, God, it was such a good moment. I And mature Chris Bukowski, I, I mean, I was in from the get-go about Bukowski being yeah. on this season. And I feel validated because I love him on this season. And I love him and Katie. And Katie, first of all, he's hitting outside of his league. Bukowski's a good-looking guy. Katie is gorgeous. She's like, she is so striking. Stunning. And Bukowski's a good-looking guy. Yeah. But he's batting out of his league But here. I kind of love that. Love it. I know. Why do I love that so much? Because I love that she loves him for all yeah. that, all the inside and, and 
he looks like a damaged man, you yes, know? And I love that. He's like a he's like a romantic lead. He's like Noah in the second half of the notebook. Yeah, he's damaged. And I'm like, I love guys who are damaged. I love people who are damaged. And then here you have this like optimistic, beautiful young woman who's like, I, I want him. That's all I want. And then he's like, uh, you know, I really like you. I see a future with you. I just don't know if I'm falling for you. And she's like, I just want you. That's what I want. Yeah. And it's like, all right. Well, yeah, we kind of like uh, love seeing this like stunning girl going after somebody who like rugged. maybe the audience like doesn't understand why she's so hung up on it. Oh, it's the best. But though. it's so great. Um, okay, so last couple that we haven't mentioned yet is Demi and Christian. Christian is a touch person. Very you much know, so. She her first love language is physical touch, and Demi who may may never have been a physical touch person when it comes to her love languages, but is expressing a little bit of insecurity because this is the first time that she has to show physical touch with somebody, with a woman that she's dating. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of uncomfortable for her in two aspects. Um, And she's feeling like Christian is flirting with other people. She's being touchy with other girls, just, you know, Christian assures her it's out of just friendship mm-hmm. and that's how she expresses her love and affection towards everyone not just romance um, you know romantic involvement but I feel like Christian is she's so calming to watch she expresses herself so well mm-hmm. and she's super understanding how do you think they're going to get over this though um because I don't know if they're ever going to have this compatible love language. And why do you have that face on? Like, you're really concerned about them. No, I'm not concerned about them. Um, I think watching it last night, it's a real concern. I think a lot of couple goes, couples go through this where one person's love language is different than another person's. Um, and that's an obstacle you have to overcome. Um, and you kind of have to work on. And that's kind of the, the basis of a relationship, right? Compromise and sacrifice and working on something that somebody else needs. And, and so working I- Working on something that you may not innately have, but trying to provide it for somebody else. Exactly. And so I think last night, I, I really liked the conversation that they were having because I think they were talking about something very real and that a lot of people can relate to. Mm-hmm. Um, it did, am I the only one that thought Demi was, did she seem off? Like a little loopy? I don't know if she was overtired but on the date, I don't know. It was just... I I guess, like, I think they're going to be fine. But just to play devil's advocate for a second, I'm worried if this is... To play devil's advocate. <laughs> can you see them... You Can you see this being an excuse for Demi to get out of this relationship because she's starting to feel uncomfortable? No. Okay. No. No. And I think, you know, I was kind of reflecting on my own... Uh, past when she was talking about how she feels uncomfortable being in a gay relationship in the public eye because she always feels like is somebody judging me somebody looking at us and and thinking that we're weird and i've never obviously felt that i'm a i'm a straight white male you know uh and so i think i've always taken that for granted Mm -hmm. that i've never even thought about well, Derek people tweeted looking something at, like that out last night. Yeah, yeah, I saw that and I totally related to it because I was thinking of the exact same thing in the moment where I've never had to deal with that that problem. And I've also never had friends. I guess my friend group, I, I'm very happy that I've been surrounded by such incredible people because I've never really been surrounded by people that would look at that and, and say that's weird right? to see two people the same sex yeah. kissing. 
And so I think in that moment, I had to kind of take a step back because I've never been faced with that issue or have dealt with it. And so I think, yeah, again, it's just one of those things that, uh, you know, you feel for because you never want anybody to feel judged by the people that they love. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes we we feel like we're in such a woke society based on who we associate with mm -hmm. that you don't realize that a lot of other people won't look at that the same way we do. Yeah. You go to certain parts of this country and it's like, you're not even in the United States anymore. Uh, but, um, yeah, so I I think it's certainly a real issue, uh, that, you know, Demi has her own insecurities and they're very valid. And, 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 and I think Christian was very honest with her just not even knowing that that was an issue. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I don't think this is any type of derailment in their relationship. I think they're going to be just fine. If anything, it's probably a good demonstration of how well they're able to talk through their issues. Totally. Yeah. All right. We got some fun emails I want to go through before we wrap up. Well, we got to talk about the prom thing really quickly. Oh, I my gosh. I feel like we'll get a lot of flack if we oh don't even goodness, mention that. Oh, my goodness. That was adorable. And not only was it an adorable, thoughtful gesture from JPJ to Tasha, I loved the way that everybody joined in at the end. It was great. Wasn't that one of the sweetest moments of paradise you've ever seen? Yep. It was one of those moments that I thought this it needs to be more of this. Well, because it was such a great moment to have every couple up there kind of together and mm-hmm. dancing and having fun and letting loose. Mm-hmm. And this season has been so filled with heavy drama yeah. and serious moments. It was really nice to just see this light, loving moment where everybody was being ridiculous and having fun and, oh, we're at prom and it's just wonderful. Yeah. It was so fantastic. I had said in one of my recaps last week, I'm not sure if it was this one, that I said, do you guys want to see more love and less drama? And I got multiple tweets last night being like, Ashley, you got what you wished for. There was more love in this episode between the Dean and Kaylin thing because that was so romantic. Um, Chris and Katie mm-hmm. and then the prom scene. Yeah, this is definitely one of my favorite episodes of the entire season. It's very sweet. Uh, and, the, and JPJ, do you think that redeemed this... Redeemed himself. So you think it redeems him? I think it redeems him just because like he's... So, he, remember when we were at the top of the episode we were talking about just like going for it completely mm-hmm. and the romance around like those actions... I think like he just is so into her. It's just a demonstration of like, he doesn't even care if he looks like a fool sometimes. Yeah. I don't think it completely redeems him. I think, well, I, listen, I love John Paul Jones. Uh, okay. Yeah. But I mean, I does think it redeem the, the way he acted with Derek? No, no, of course. No. I think Tasha should absolutely move forward with John Paul yeah. Jones. Cause he's so enamored and possibly falling in love with her. But I also think that there might be some issues within their relationship because of how John Paul Jones reacts sometimes to adversity. But that's something very similar to like, you know, Dean and Kaylin have things to work on. John Paul Jones and Tasha have things to work on. We have things to work on. Um, so that's why I don't think it like completely eradicates it, but okay. they can move forward. I said I that in too much of a 100% way. I, it doesn't redeem him for how he dealt with the Derek drama, but it does redeem him in the audience continuing to root for him with Tasha. Um, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that moment was like, okay, Tasha, give this a whirl. I mean, to be fair, everything he did towards Derek was in, you know, for Tasha. Well, I, so. but his argument. No, I agree. That's sense. why I don't think it, because I, I think that he was being uh, ridiculous and absurd in the yeah. moment. And he even said so. Yeah. 
Okay, we got some good emails here. The first one is from Dina. She says, I'm hoping for you to explain the bachelor afterlife. That sounds morbid. <laughs> it's been said that the bachelor does not pay contestants a lot of money. It's like because... Chris Harrison opens up the pearly gates of heaven for us. <laughs> it, the bachelor doesn't pay their contestants a lot of money because it's all about finding love. The experience often leads to opportunities after the show. But does a person support them? How does a person support themselves after The Bachelor? Like, what are Colton and Cassie doing now for a living? Well, I think, first of all, we should never speak on Cassie and Colton's behalf. We don't know what they're yeah. doing. Uh, we know they're both hardworking. Uh, we've, I've only met Cassie once, I think. Met Colton a couple times. Dude's a hard worker. Mm. Um, so I know whatever they're doing, they're working hard at it. Um, I think it's different for every contestant. It's very frustrating when we get tweets, though, or, or Instagram comments that say that we don't have a job or, like, do you have a real job? As if, like, doing hosting and stuff isn't a real job or if you're having fun with your job, that it's not a real job or it's not actually hard work. Because we get to do a lot of fun stuff, but it's not, like, it's not all a big party or life. No. Um, I think it's just different work. Like, I, you know, I was working 50 hours uh, a week, you know, grinding away uh, before going on the show and then continuing after the show. And I think, you know, work has just adjusted to what is best for me, what's best for you and what's best for us together. Mm-hmm. Um, if and- you want to like kind of recap what Jared and I have done over the past 24 hours, Jared hosts this sports app called Hoffer. He went on that on Sunday night. You guys should go check it out. It's not just a sports app. We do TV too, and it's really fun. <laughs> it is, it's app. really cool. It's you awesome. can do it's my favorite. Bachelor. There's Bachelor in Paradise Hoffer too, where you like submit your predictions for that night's episode, and then you win money. Anyway, we're not. I don't want to okay. plug it. Well, I mean, I can if I want. You can, but you it's like it and you host. Oh, I it. love it because yeah. it's just, it's not only a sports app. So what pretty much happens? We okay, ask you. Now ten, you're plugging it. <laughs> we ask you ten questions. You give us ten predictions. You have a chance to win free money. It's a free app to play. It's Hoffer. It's really fun. Wells hosts as well. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's something that I, I really truly believe in. While Jared was doing anyway. that, I flew over to New York. I woke up. I had an event at Fashion Week. Did some um, promotional think, stuff. But, you know, didn't care like, about our day to day. I don't know. And then you were recording two podcasts over at iHeart. Here we are recording another podcast at iHeart and then we're going to a rehearsal for an MTV reunion show that Jared and I are hosting. We just, so it's yeah. like, you know, it's a lot of miscellaneous stuff, but it's not just fun. It's no. fun work. We work hard, but we have fun work. with it and we're very, very lucky and grateful for all the opportunities that The Bachelor has given us. That is for sure. Thank you for your question, Dina. Next email is from Carly. Sunglasses in paradise. We've noticed that no one wears sunglasses in paradise. Is this Avoid, is this so that the, wait, is this to avoid seeing the team? I'm assuming production. And the reflection of the glasses. And the reflection of the glasses. No, No. it's just to see eyes. Yeah, it's a connection thing. Could you imagine if you couldn't see the emotion and connection behind somebody's eyes in paradise? Yeah, the eyes say a lot. And I think everybody wants to see people's eyes when they're talking about love and relationships and all that good stuff. Didn't, doesn't Dr. Phil say something like communication is only 7% verbal? Because, you know. Yeah, he says that. Could you imagine? <laughs> well, with sunglasses? Yeah. No, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Of, of why they don't <laughs> want cast members to wear them. The eyes, like I said, they're very telling. And so you want to see them. You see the love in her person's eyes. Or the hate. <laughs> okay. Um, this is from Caitlin. 
She says, have a few questions about Ashley and Jared's wedding. Well, that's great because we're together here. First of all, wondering if they took a type of dance lesson in order for preparation for your first dance and what tips you have for people who are currently engaged in planning a wedding like myself. We didn't take dance lessons because it is just one dance and we kind of like dance around in parking lots and grocery store aisles all the time. Yeah, we I like have doing. him spin me everywhere. And my dress itself kind of just danced for me. And honestly, when planning your wedding, the last thing you want to spend more on <laughs> is a dance lesson. It's like, don't spend the extra money. But like, pretend like you know what you're doing. Yeah, we did a couple twirls. It was really fun. Yeah. People were ooing and eyeing. Yeah. They made us feel like we knew what we were doing, or at least doing a good job. Yeah. Uh, and our other advice for any engaged couples planning a wedding currently would be to to make hire it your own a wedding planner, Troy Williams. Well, that too, obviously, <laughs> he's the best. Somebody actually commented on the Help Us Like a Dating podcast was like, "Stop with the wedding ads," because I mentioned Troy's name, and I was like, "That's not an ad. We just really love Troy and want people to use him for his wedding because we want him to do every wedding." And Troy was very much paid. People. Well, yeah, that's besides okay. the point. But uh, our, our, my best advice is to truly make your wedding as much about you as possible, and that means integrating your personality into every aspect of it. And for Ashley and I, we worked really hard on our wedding. We spent a lot of money and we wanted to make sure that we tried to make it our own as possible and personalizing it. Even something like David Cook singing, who's been so meaningful to Ashley over the past 10 to 15 years or more than that, 10 10 years. Um, and to like we and and tr- our wedding planner he did this we didn't know but there were like these detailed mirrors throughout the di- the ballroom and cocktail hour that had inscriptions of quotes that we really love um and then to even like the band playing disney songs uh so we really yeah we handpicked every song that was played at the wedding so like details like that like get your hands on them they're possible and you know what and it makes the all the difference in the world cuz like for me personally one quick story uh, I really wanted Shallow to be played at the wedding because uh, it's just a song that really pulls at my heartstrings. And hearing that played in the ballroom live, dancing to it was a moment that I'll never forget. And I'm so happy that I asked that song to be played and both Ashley and I wanted that song to be played. And it was just one of those things like, I'm so happy we asked because it created one of my favorite moments for the wedding. So stuff like that, that would be my best advice. Don't be afraid to ask. Yeah. The moment, the musical moment that I am so regretful for missing because I had to go do my like costume change was um, they dropped this curtain right after we did uh, like some speeches and then they started playing Beauty and the Beast and I ran upstairs and in the moment it felt like I was like Cinderella running up the stairs and it felt very much like a fairy tale. But it was also a moment that I missed downstairs that I was regretful for. Yeah. Oh, well. and, and all that stress will be worth it. Yeah. I promise you. And it was... Incredible. Get good videographers and photographers to capture the whole thing because you will miss moments and it'll be yeah. nice to be able to see eventually. Definitely. I think everybody will have a photographer, but we had wonderful videographers as well. So um, anyway, that's okay. our wedding advice. All right, guys. Well, this was a fantastic episode. I love doing it with you, Jared. Uh, well, I love doing it with you. Oh, uh, well... Thank you. I love doing it with you as well. We also miss Ben. We really miss Ben. Ben is just... Ben said something weird on Twitter yesterday about the fact that... I think he may have worded it wrong, but he was like, I hate the Patriots even more because Jared loves them so much. Well, I don't know. 
But <laughs> oh, I, I think just everybody's really hating the Patriots right now. Uh, they just signed Antonio Brown. They beat down the Steelers 33-3. to And it's like, oh, my God, here we go again. You guys, so. he's really brought me to the dark side. I do. I just really love him. Oh, give me five minutes with anybody. They'll be a Patriots fan. Because yeah. I, I have a really way to All you really have to do is watch any just go follow julian edelman on instagram yeah you love him he's the best he's the best okay we're so off topic uh, yeah. now anyway let's not talk but, about that but we miss ben and we love ben yes. and ben's a freaking best awesome person like i be i i can't tell you how much i appreciate that human being and him being at the wedding uh, and there's just so many moments that we had together and we don't hang i i don't hang out with ben uh that much just because he lives in denver and it sucks because every time i do i realize how much i love him as a human being and i just Wish I could spend more time with him. Anyway, that's my... Well, you guys are going to get plenty of Ben tomorrow. He'll be here recapping night two of week six. And um, that's all I got for you. There we go. Perfect. I've been Ashley. And I've been Jared. Toodaloo. Bye-bye. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find name brands for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit at Ross. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. I mean, every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with the savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So, what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Hey, it's Ben. And it's Ashley. And we want to let you know that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit lifevac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. That's lifevac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to keep your baby's skin healthy and dry. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, Free and gentle, cleans better without risk of tearing. It's made from 100% plant-based cloth that grips the mess and is five times stronger. With free and gentle, mess meets its match. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand.
What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.